episode 162 fractured skulls terminator travels alongside monoxide and we got a very special guest today our good friend wow it's how long? i mean we go way back since 2009 2008 it's our good buddy paul morris paul welcome to fractured skulls uh hi where am i where am i how did i get here what's going on well, we yeah. kidnapped you, you said you wanted to participate, so we just locked you up in a room, and now we're just forcing you to do this. I quit! Yeah. I quit! Now, if you want to get out, just do the X sign saying, I quit, and then we'll ignore you. <laughs> Oops. Putting that out there. I, Man, I mean, if you are introducing uh, uh, Monoxide as Monoxide, like, what a, uh, you gotta introduce me as an Undertaker 010, right? Oh, <laughs> way back. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're really going back in the wayback machine. I mean, this is 2023, not 1952. But yeah, it shows you how long we've we've known each other. And um, I'm you know, and I've been saying since you know we started, we gotta get more guests on the show. We gotta find more people. I mean, well, I, I was talking to my my fiance about our when we met in New, when we met in New Jersey and how we almost got arrested. At, uh, well, I mean, Steve almost got arrested. Monoxide almost got arrested because he jumped me from behind in a mask. <laughs> oh, to, to all those people out there who do not know this story, I never thought I would have to share this story on this podcast. Once upon a time in 2013, when WrestleMania decided in its infinite ball of wisdom that they wanted to have the WrestleMania here before the Super Bowl, us group of people that are in this podcast decided to shoot some sort of vignette in Central Park, one of which involved an American patriotic wrestler going up against Canada's own. No, not Justin Trudeau. But we are in Central Park, and we film this segment, and about 50 feet away, there's a group of people watching, hearing me screaming at poor Canadian guy getting his ass kicked. Now, to be fair, me with the title belt hit me with it. I don't know what the problem is because he gets free health care. So why they gave a shit, I don't know. Point being is that they saw this and were about to call the cops. And it wasn't until Travito and another friend of ours who we should get on here, Stuart, had to intervene and be like, no, 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 it's just it's just for filming. And they had to keep watching as this awkward shit was going on. And yes, the cops almost came but what mr morris here does not know is that two years later we did a promo where the cops actually were called on us <laughs> this involved another mutual friend of ours the, the the filming segment we were doing was involving a stabbing in the belly and it was oh, around of course. Like, yeah, you fucking murdered somebody no 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 because he came back okay and he didn't come back Undertaker or Kane-like. He came back, like, alive, just evolved or whatever, like a Pokemon. And so, as we're filming this, we get the first take, and we decide, you know what, let's do one more take. Let's see if we can get a better shot at it. And then all of a sudden, a police officer shows up. Luckily, it was two pretty chill police officers. They knew what we were doing. We weren't doing anything illegal. And then they just let us continue, but we were like, fuck it, we're done. So, yes, yours truly has the ability during filming to get the cops involved. I don't know. If the cops aren't involved, are you even doing filming anything? 
right? Well, I'm right. Are we? Are we? Are we doing anything wrong if the cops don't get involved? Yeah. I mean, they have, but yeah, you know. I would prefer to be on the way. If if I'm going to be put into a car and brought somewhere, I'd rather it be home than in a station. Just saying. That's the kind of shit that we went through for 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 the love of our craft that we were doing at the time. Yeah, we still do. We still do. Yep. And now we we're here entertaining you fine horror fans out there. Um horror or horrible? Both. Is it it's like a, a, a what what did I suggest to Travis? Uh the the I want my money back horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we'll we'll get into that film in a few short moments um i got some new stories not much but let's check, check it, it out well it's saw patrol weekend and paw patrol 2 is freaking killing it at the box office currently they have 45 million worldwide on a uh, thirty off of a thirty million dollar budget, but Wait Saw X is doing pretty well for itself too because they made eighteen million on a thirteen million dollar budget for their opening cool. weekend. So they're gonna do they're gonna do pretty well for themselves. I don't know how they still make those movies, man. They, 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 spo- spoiler alert for for Saw three, but Jigsaw dies in the third one. Uh, yeah, we're gonna do Saw. That's gonna be the gimmick for the month. But, yes, he does die, and somehow he's still miraculously in the 10th film. But I'm just surprised you said Paw Patrol 2. As in, there was another movie that came out prior. That was successful and was a hit? Yeah. I'm curious to know the budget in the box office for that. Because, to be fair, Paw Patrol came out way after we were pretty much full-grown adults. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, like, we were both fully grown adults. We were all, all three of us were fully grown adults. I, I only knew of Paw Patrol because an old co-worker of mine, he had pretty much a toddler son, and that was the kid's show, so he would always mention Paw Patrol in reference to his kid. But I had only heard about it, but I didn't know it was this crazy as far as, like, success. I was familiar that they were doing something right because, I mean, whenever you have merch based off of a TV show, that's always a good thing. Yes. People like your shit to the point they're willing to I buy mean, your merch. I saw toy, a lot of toys. I figured, okay. It's toy, it's toy sales, man. It's toy sales. Yeah, yeah. So it's just those toys. That's really that's really what's bringing in the numbers. I said $45 million. Incorrect. They are currently at $47 million off of a $30 million budget. Damn. So, here's a thing, though. Just because I see merchandise doesn't mean I would think it would be a long-term success, which Paw Patrol is, because it's been around like 10 years or so. But I remember as a kid growing up, one thing that had so much merchandise and was all over the place, you couldn't get away from it. And then within maybe two, three years, it just went away like that was Spice Girls. You remember how many toys were out there, the lollipops that had the stickers in them, the video game, the movie. Obviously, their music. Spice Girls all over the place. And then yeah, within, they, like... They argued and broke up. Paw Patrol's never going to argue and break up. <laughs> well, technically, what hurt them was the expulsion of Ginger Spice. Yeah, but, she was like, she was like I'm going to go solo. That went nowhere. Right. So, 
again, it, she it, had, it's she like... She had one, right? She did, like, it's Rain of Men or whatever. I, I, I couldn't... I. You're asking the wrong... Head, I tell you. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to admit this. I was not carrying a Discman around listening to Spice World. Um, not that type. Sorry. I did like the lollipops, though. The lollipops were great. But suffice it to say, in the end, though, they broke up. But some bands like Nirvana, for example, they last, what, three, maybe seven years. And here we are 20 some years later, and they're still making merchandise for those guys. Yeah, same, same with the, the uh, what's that rock group, the, the Fugees? They were around for like, what, four years? They had that one album in 96, and they broke up in 97, and people are still talking about their music. Yeah. I mean, I mean if you're a yeah. 90s kid, you definitely know. You, uh, you, you hear a Spice Girl song, you're going to sing it. Yeah. They were of the time, for sure. I mean, you couldn't do Spice Girls now. It would just be so... It, we talked about this in one of the episodes, talking about Good Burger, too. Trying to do Good Burger now just makes absolutely no fucking sense. It was for the times, like trying to do Fast Times at Richmond High. You try to do Spice Girls now, it's just gonna look so fucking dated. I'm absolutely gonna want the burger. Uh, oh, we all are. I think because, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it is because, you know, we grew up on all that. We grew up with these characters. Also, is it is it just me or is, has neither one of those people aged at all? Oh yeah, they look very good for their ages, both Keenan and Kel. I, yeah, I, but yeah, yeah, both of them. It's just uh, especially. Uh, oh my gosh, Keenan oh. was Ed, right? Or Kel was Ed, right? Kel was Kel, Ed. Kel's Ed. Yeah, Kel, yeah. Uh, Keenan he, was Dexter. He, he's just like literally just the same person. Like yeah, De- Dexter is. Uh, I can say say that he's aged, but not 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 in a bad way. But like guy who played Ed just looks like Ed now. Well, you figure this. Kel and Keenan have never had any run-ins with the law or drugs. drugs. They didn't have any issues like uh, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. So, of course, they're going to age gracefully as long as they take care of themselves and aren't involved in that crap. I mean, the only real big thing was they didn't get along for a while for some odd reason. I don't even know if it was ever revealed, but it seems like all... Under the bridge, here they are making a second movie for Good Burger. Who asked for it? Don't know. But we're getting it. The first Paw Patrol film came out two years ago, 2021, right in the middle of the pandemic. On a mm. budget of 26 million, they brought back 144. How is that possible? Damn, they <laughs> did it. How did they Hold on. Out? What month did it come out? That- wasn't that shit closed? Wasn't everything closed? What the fuck? <laughs> Tell me what that came out. I need to know. Uh, uh, let me go back to the page here. Uh, let's was see. it like after like everything was reopening? Like tail end of 2022? Weren't you Canadians still locked in your homes in 2021? Oh yeah, for sure. The movie premiered August 8th, 2021. It so, came out both theaters and it was released on Paramount+. Plus. So, roughly when things were opening up in America, let's just say. I mean, uh, because realistically, before that, the only places in America that were really open were Texas, Florida. Speaking from experience, parts of Jersey were just like, we don't give a fuck. Parts of Jersey were just like, 
No, you can't just wear a mask. You got to wear a hazard suit as well. You got to, <laughs> like, ugh, I don't know. Jersey was really fucking bipolar. Because Jersey has a mixture of, you know, like super hardcore left wingers, but then they, you also got the hardcore Trumpers as well. So Jersey's a weird dichotomy, if you ask me. But, um, I'm, I, you. In the middle of a pandemic, making 140 something million dollars, yeah. uh, dude. Th- this, show's, this show's here to stay. Yeah, yeah. And they already announced the third film for 2026, and this film's already at 47 million, just being open, not even a full week. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, Paw uh, Patrol will ride again. <laughs> and again, and again, and again. Their tails are going to be wiggling to part three. Goddamn dogs. Everybody loves a fireman dog. Yeah. Just remember this, ladies and gentlemen. Ren and Stimpy did it fucking first. So Paw Patrol has to thank Ren and Stimpy. But the film that does seems like it's not going to be doing well is his new film, The Creator, that stars Denzel's kid, John David Washington. The dystopian future movie with the robots. I saw, like, a commercial for that. Like, I saw, like, a, like a uh, poster or something. I, I remember seeing the picture of it but i was like like i don't know what that is because i'm i'm familiar with the director um gareth edwards he directed um oh yes is um he directed rogue one star wars story and he did the um 2014 godzilla movie oh yeah that movie's so that movie was disappointing I do recall rogue one got a lot of praise yeah Rogue, Rogue, rogue rogue one was great but the, the the Godzilla movie was lackluster. Well, any Godzilla movie that seems to be not made by a Japanese company seems to always be lackluster. But I mean, the second one was good. Like, Kong versus Godzilla was pretty good. It wasn't terrible. I've never was been I... a Godzilla guy. I've always been more of a Reptar guy. Like, Reptar. <laughs> Godzilla. Reptar. Especially when he's on ice and he's afraid of that little lizard. Yeah, it seems like, you know, the creator is an original sci-fi story. And, of course, it's not doing well. And, I mean, 80 million so far, currently at 33. Saw and Paw Patrol outgrossed it on its opening weekend. What what, 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 what was its budget? What was the creator's budget? Uh, 80 million. And what did it make this this week? Uh, Currently, they're at 33. Yeah, for for a sci-fi epic, yeah, they they want to like recoup their entire shit right away. But like, it, it this just feels like another Blade Runner in a sense of like a a big budget sci-fi origin story. You know, nothing you know an original material story that completely bombed, but over the years it's gained its like cult following. I I, thought, I just thought I had a thought. Did that reminds me? Did that, what was that movie that came out and it was like very sci- sci-fi like. Uh, Attila Battle Angel? Wait, oh, you mean Alita Battle Angel? Alita. Alita Battle Angel. Did that do well? I can't remember. I remember I saw it. I saw it. I I remember seeing it. It was good. It was pretty good. Because Cameron was involved in that. He was, of course, he was in the middle Avatar. So he's not going to be directing any other movies. But Robert Rodriguez directed that. On a budget between 150 to 2 million, and it made back 405. Oof. So, it's not 
Not, I, I don't know if you would call that a sleeper hit, but it's not nothing, you know, to whip out the champagne bottles. Over. Yeah, no one was like, get that next one out right now. Yesterday. I could tell you a movie that did not do well in the box office, but gained a real cult following over the years. Donnie Darko. Oh, yeah. Donnie Darko just seemed to get real big craze over the few, last few years. Now, I saw it. I didn't really care for the movie. I would probably re-watch it just to give it a second look because I felt the same way with Inception when I first saw it. I didn't oh. care for it, and then I watched Inception again, and I was like, oh, shit, this is the greatest movie, one of the greatest uh, Nolan movies that's not Batman-related. But just because a movie doesn't succeed in the box office does not necessarily mean the quality isn't there. Sometimes oh, yeah. it has to do with hype. It could be the timing. Uh, we just... What was that movie we did that starred Kevin Bacon that we enjoyed, but unfortunately it battled Sixth Sense? Uh, Stir of Eccles. Yeah, oh my god. I, I hate that movie. I, I have trauma from that movie. Yeah, so we reviewed that movie here. We enjoyed it. And oh, it, it was good, but with the, the, that, that part where that girl's nails flip, I was like eight oh, yeah, years old when I saw that, and I was like, I I hit pause and took it out. I'm like, I'm not watching this. The only scene that really could have gotten me... I mean, to this day, I'm numb to shit. Because we've been doing this for three years. And I've watched horror movies since I was 10. But the one scene that would get me to cringe was when the girl uh, fell down and her teeth broke off. <gasps> that type oh, of shit kind of like gets to me. But You know, you say that. You say that in a similar vein, but not the same. Um... The movie dragged me to hell when the old lady is like her mouth is open and she's like gumming the girl in the car i was i wanted to rip out my own eyes <laughs> oh man i i wish we would have had you on when we reviewed tusk see is that I... what your picture is <laughs> yes <laughs> greatest greatest fucking bizarre movies it's one of those movies you can't make up like I can't explain this movie, but it's just fantastic to see that everyone is disturbed by it. And I can watch it all day long, just hearing Justin Long screaming off the top of his lungs. I mean, I, with my new job, I literally am working 9 to 5. I can, I can be on your podcast anytime you want. Guy, he's alright saying, book me! <laughs> Put me in, coach! Throw me in, coach! Give me the ball! I'm ready to play today. Well, it seems like Netflix is going to be raising its subscription prices again. No, fuck, really? Again? More? God, God. damn. Uh, yeah, it's... They're they not... They don't have that many good shows. That's the problem. They're not producing enough content to warrant this price hike. It's... How well, much are they going to... Really. What, what's the asking price now? Uh, what are they at currently? I feel like I thought they were like seventeen dollars. Yeah, they're probably gonna go up to twenty. I think I so, pay twenty right right now because I pay for my dad Netflix too. So, so hold on, twenty dollars. You're asking people. You've got Peacock over there that only requires ten. Five dollars if you want to have commercials in between your shows, but ten if you want commercial free. I think Disney Plus is also ten. Um, Hulu is probably 10. 
I know Amazon Amazon Prime. I'm not sure because it's kind of like account. Here, is yeah, here in Canada, you can. I, th I think it norm. It, it's like fourteen. I think, but or it might be ten. I think it might be ten dollars, but also like you can add like channels. Here in Canada, like you can like get get a bundle of like TV packages, like TV stations, on your Amazon Prime. Like we have Stack TV here. I don't know if you guys have it, but no, I I know we have a thing. Well, I use Sling, which is kind of like cable, limited cable via internet, for like forty bucks a month. You get a handful of actual cable channels plus a bunch of channels that you wouldn't get on regular cable, like literally. The Alf channel. If you want to just watch 24 hours, nonstop Alf, or or Bob Ross. If you've got ASMR going on your on your body and you just want to listen to Bob Ross talk for 24 hours, there you go. Just like just watch every episode of Alf for for 37 hours. Yeah, I mean, 20 bucks a month. That's, That's getting steep, especially for. Uh, 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 an app that really the only shows that it offers at this point is Stranger Things and Cobra Kai. And I don't know about I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but I, 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 I it was a uh, the trend. But like for me, I would actually prefer to watch a weekly thing, like a weekly release, over a binge, because then I I really don't remember the series like in the next season. And I feel like that when like because like Disney Plus, I don't know if they still do it, but like uh, they were releasing episodes weekly, and it gets it makes people remember it more and like theorize between, and like it really like gets the like hype out of uh, more hype because like the the little like like it's a it's every all the rage for like a week and a half, and then it just it. It varies from person to person, but also keep in mind that some of these apps, when they do release a new season, they do give you a recap right before the season starts. Fair. A full, full blown three minute recap of all the important scenes from the previous season. So it'll catch you up to speed if you've forgotten anything. As far as me, I prefer, I, I mean, I get the point of wanting to watch it weekly because <clears throat> you can watch one episode, absorb it for the week. And understand what happened on the show and maybe like go through some ideas of what you think is going to happen next on the next week's show. Um, I was kind of that way with comics. Like I'm not a heavy comic book reader, but like if I wanted to read a comic book, I didn't want to buy an issue after issue after issue. I'd rather just get the bulk book that tells the whole story. It's kind of similar to the, uh, the story where they talk about how Bane beats up Batman, and then the new Batman comes along Nightfall. and beats Bane. And then Nightfall. the old Batman's got to come back to stop the new Batman. I'd rather read it in bulk rather than have to buy an issue and then wait till next week. But it, I that's just a person-to-person -person deal. I don't think that's limited to the whole universe, I guess. Well, I also think that Disney does it in that way because they don't have much original mm. content on there besides the shit that they already made going back over a hundred years so there's no new stuff it's not like netflix they're dropping every seems like every week comedy special original movie series mm. reality show and disney plus or really any other movie apps just can't compete with that but then you have like stuff like that 
it's not coming out right now, but like House of the Dragon or like or like Game of Thrones, that was a like weekly phenomenon. Yeah. Like, that was that set the world on fire and that was a week to week. Like it definitely wouldn't have been the same if it was all at the same time, right? Yeah. Yeah, the week to week format still works. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just mentioned with the right you know, with the good show and the right following, you know, you could still make it happen. But Netflix kind of set the standard, set the tone of just dropping everything yeah. at once and then binging. Yeah, but they also set they also set the standards like share with your friends and guess who stopped that first? But well, yeah, here's the other thing: just because they drop it in bulk does not necessarily mean you're obligated to binge yeah. watch. You could still voluntarily watch it weekly if you want. So, it, literally, there's only one person to blame here. And that's Blockbuster. Because they had their chance to buy Netflix. They did? They didn't do it. Yeah, in the early 2000s, they had a chance to buy Netflix. When it was in its early, very early stages, they're like, nah, it'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> and Blockbuster like, is really kicking themselves in the ass now over that shit. That feels, that feels like, like that snake over there. It, it, it's hyper venomous and definitely will kill me if I bite it. If it bites me. But it's never gonna get here. It's gone, gone! I'm over here. That snake's over there. It ain't gonna come this way. The thing that's funny, though, is that another person that predicted this was Lars Ulrich. Because back when Napster first came into the picture, Lars Ulrich, and to his credit, he stuck with it. But when you actually dig deep into what Lars Ulrich was complaining about, this is the situation. Yes, Metallica got famous from handing out their tapes for free at music concerts. But the, that type of material depreciates over time. So you can hand out demo tapes to set the other. But a master recording should always be optional to the person that created it as to how it's distributed. If they want to hand it out for free, go right ahead. If you want to charge for it, go right ahead. Napster was not giving the original creator that option. They were just taking the master creation and handing it out for free. But the thing that Lars Ulrich was pointing out when he was in the midst of calling that shit out and he was on a debate panel with him and um, Chuck D from Public Enemy. Yeah, I think it was Public Enemy. Uh, they had a discussion and unfortunately both were talking different points of views and weren't actually combating each other. But Lars Ulrich said, some point with music, like with music, movies are going to be digital. Books are going to be digital. And we got to be prepared for this stuff. We got to be aware of this. Chuck D was just morally saying, well, now most artists have an, another avenue without having to sell their soul to record producers. But that's not what Lars Ulrich was pointing at. But again... Lars Ulrich, back in the year 2000, was pointing this out. We knew this was coming. I guess you could say he was a prophet. Yeah, I mean, the whole Nasser stuff was really just a red carpet of what was to eventually come. Yep. That's just to think that was mere, like, I know we joke. It was a long time ago, but 2000 in the grand scheme of things, when you really put it into perspective, 23 years ago is technically not a long time. No. When you think about Technology's evolved over the last thirty years. It, it's night and day. Oh yeah, you know, and, and horror movies. <laughs> 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 I 
Uh, Disney Plus is uh, tracking down on password sharing, and uh, they said that yeah, they're either gonna have you know make it very limited, or they're just gonna terminate their accounts. Oh. I call bullshit on the terminating part because yeah, no they you know how much money they're losing off Disney Plus. Yeah, no way. Yeah, they're gonna send Arnold Schwarzenegger over to your house and terminate your fucking account. <laughs> Break. Go fuck off. Not only that, you're losing a ton of money in your fucking movies. Like, there's no way you're gonna start pissing on. You're literally pissing in the wind at that point. You're gonna terminate people's accounts. And I think the biggest problem with Disney is that, for those that don't know, when The Little Mermaid, the remake, dropped on Disney Plus, it was their highest streamed film. It was actually it was more successful on the app than it was in the actual box office, which which tells me that. Watching a Disney film is no longer a priority. People no. are no longer going to go out of their way to watch that new Disney hit. Hit. And the last time people were doing that was with the uh, Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Because now it's just like, eh, we'll just wait for it to drop on the app. That's fair. Fair. Uh, it's not, you're not, it's not, definitely not, I mean, the, it, it, like it literally says. But it, and also like, it, the pandemic really did that to people too, right? Because then like, they couldn't go to the movies, and then they had to release it somewhere, right? Yeah. They couldn't just sit on it. Well, yeah. the thing is, we're in a situation where the pandemic is not, at least at this current moment, a situation that can be excused as to why movies aren't doing well. Because at the, this point, you're never going to be able to replicate, unless you're oh. fucking rich and can afford to do it to your own home, you can't replicate... The surround sound, the big yeah. screen, the idea of going with with your better half or or your parents to go see this big blockbuster film that's come out. It, it, there's nothing more like it's it's in the same vein of arcades. Yeah, you got PS4, PS5, I was going to say PS4, Xboxes and Nintendos in your house. But nothing beats the idea of arcade machines pumping quarters into them. And seeing a bunch of kids getting rowdy and fighting over the Mortal Kombat cabinet. This is, you can't replicate that at home. Even with the arcade one-ups that you got. It's just not the same. Yeah, you want to go to your local uh, arcade where everyone meets up. Like, God damn, my high score got beaten again in Galaga. I got to change that. But, uh, I, I mean, you know, as we mentioned, Disney Plus has been a huge flop for the company. Bob Iger has said, fall next year, they're going to turn a profit. He said it oh. to his investors. All right, Bob. Okay. Yeah, okay, Bob Iger. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, you also, didn't this dumb fuck also say something about Disney World and what they were going to do to make it better? And one of the things we kept saying was, uh, how about make it more affordable? Uh, crazy concept, I know. Make it a little bit more affordable so that people of middle class status can actually go to these damn parks. Yeah. They target the rich, right? Like the, the little just folks. Target the rich. They target literally the 1%. Yeah. That's crazy to me, especially since because I've been to Disneyland and I've wanted to go to Disney World. It was always a thing of mine to do to go down to Florida and go to Disney World. I'd like to see what they offer. But, unfortunately, I like my leg attached to my body and am not going to sell it just so <laughs> I can go to Disney World. I, I prefer to keep my kidneys in my body. 
Yeah, my both of my kidneys, <laughs> let me knock on wood right now, are functioning quite well. I don't know what I'm doing right, but I'm doing something right for them to still be functioning properly. But they're going to be spending, I, we mentioned our last, or a couple episodes ago, they're going to be spending $60 billion on their parks. Probably, I'm pretty sure some of my money is going to go to the cruises as well, because if they want to add new characters, they're going to have to put them on their boats as well. So uh, we'll see over the next decade, we'll see how Disney uh, World, how the Disney parks work out, and how they're expanding in India, Paris, uh, Japan, Hong Kong. Disney's got a lot on their plate right now, and they got to find a way to get some money because next year they got to pay Hulu $20 billion. Yeah. And to think, because with the parks, they're going in the opposite direction that Universal's doing. Universal, keep this in mind too. Universal was getting a lot of flat as well on their parks because every new ride was a 3D motion simulator. I don't have anything against them. Some three, some rides benefit from being a 3D motion simulator. However, when it's just an overabundance of them, especially for those that don't not need special. it. Yeah, well, not just nothing special, but like, for example, they released a Kong ride based off of King Kong, the, the 2005 King Kong, or the one from 2005 onwards, not the original 1930s. The Peter Jackson Kong, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Well, either or, it doesn't matter. Point is, that's where that's the one that they're marketing that's a type of ride that you would want animatronics you want something with more panage more more um innovation something that really sucks you into life now a ride like transformers perfect that should be a 3d simulation because how are you going to do transformers with animatronics with our technology maybe disney could but point being they got a lot of flat when they did the Fast and Furious ride, because it was just, that was the straw that broke the camel's back for people. It was like, come on, another one? And on top of it, Fast and Furious, fast cars, yet you're in a fucking bus, and you go about maybe one centimeter per hour? Give me a break. So now they've been picking it up. Hagrid's motorbike ride, probably one of the best rides ever. Velocicoaster, one of the best rides ever. Fantastic. And Exactly. So they're starting to pick it up now. They're starting to understand, oh, this is what the people want. So Disney, on the other hand, they had deals such as, as one person said, when you arrived at the airport, if you booked through a Disney hotel, they had a complimentary bus that would take you to the hotel. And then that same bus could take you back to the hotel when you're ready to fly back. They took that away. And now they have this what was it this genie app that basically tells you no this is where you're going next not here's an idea this ride has a uh, small line no you're going to this fucking ride fucking stupid yeah and i mean and what if your mother or parents traveling with three little kids and little kids no no i want to go over here i want to go over there blah, blah, blah. yeah <laughs> at that point your kid's gonna get frustrated kick one of the uh, chewbacca's in the knee that's dressed like one and I don't know. Are you guys ready for our film discussion? Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Sure. Because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I mean, you, Put you know, your X up. You quit? X up. X up. X, X. God damn. I mean, you, look, when we have a guest on our show, we always give them the freedom to pick the film that they want to do. You know, I thought, Paul, oh, he's going to pick something great. He's going to pick something epic. Something that we can really dive into. <laughs> well, he goes to the bottom of the barrel here. 
<laughs> and picks 2020's The Human Zoo, directed by John E. Seymour, written by Seymour, and one of the actors in the film, John D. Crawford. Who I oh, think he's was, in it? Yeah, he was the yoga guy. He's the one that rammed his head into the wall. Oh, I didn't know that. So, and the only big name I know that's in this film is Robert Carradine. He's a producer. We just saw him in uh, okay. Body Books. There's actually a guy in this movie that I recognize that I couldn't pick. Okay, the guy who was, like, the, like, produ- like, producer guy, I recognized him, and I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, he's mostly known for our Revenge of the Nerds. That, that's huh. his career highlight. So, you, was he was he a Disney dad? Yes, he was a Lizzie McGuire. Yes. Yes, okay. I'm like I'm like was he like Let, All right. Let's let's just take the cat out of the bag, right? Okay, not Before much we discuss here story-wise. So before we did this review, or before we agreed to do this review, this guy over here, I'm not going to mention Paul's name, but... <laughs> hey, I did, tell you, I, told, I did tell you two different movies, and we picked this one. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. You, you don't even know my opinion yet. So, he says that this is one of the worst movies he's ever seen. Now, he's not aware of this. I don't know if he's been watching... Really can't watch it, but listening to our show, the worst movie I have proclaimed that we have done thus far on this podcast is *Barbarian*. It is by far the worst movie I've ever seen because I actually watched that movie, and after the credit scene rolled, I was actually angry. That don't, <laughs> that don't happen. I, I was angry at this one. I'm pop. I'm pop. No, get to it. I was angry. Look. Barbarian pissed me off so much that as soon as Travis picked up the phone, my first question to him was, how long have we been friends? <laughs> were you willing to me? Were, were you willing to sacrifice how long? 14 years, 14 years of friendship. All the memories we've had traveling together. You were willing to sacrifice all that to subject me to that movie. Now, <laughs> You've heard the review. Go listen to it. It's right there. I, I, I said it. Do it. I gotta go listen to it now. Okay. Great. Now, I tell this to Paul. I let him know that's this movie can't be any worse than Barbarian, and he's like, "Oh no, it's it definitely can." So I sat there. I watched it. <clears throat> I'll preface this. Every 50 reviews, like after every 50 episodes, we do like a top 10 favorite and least favorite of those 50 episodes. I'll be the first to admit this is top contender for worst film we've done in the 12 episodes. That being said, I did not hate this movie as much as you two did. I maybe because from the 50, maybe 55 minute mark. I already knew where this film was going. And I was like, okay. At that point, you know, you you ever get that feeling when you're dozing off and you're just like, like, okay, put it this way. Remember the scene of Mrs. Doubtfire 
where when Robin Williams is at the studio and they're filming that one boring guy that's playing the, the, the dinosaurs and the cameraman is like falling asleep, but he's trying to stay awake. That was me during this movie. So to give you guys the full grasp of this, and it doesn't really, it's not really complicated to tell you the plot of this. The plot is there is a reality show streaming on the internet. And the whole premise of this film is a group of people want to participate in this contest. The contest is you're in solitary confinement for I forget they said 24 hours, but I, I don't remember. But. Oh, no, no, it, it was it was it was the concept of the show was everyone's in solitary confinement until until there's one person left that doesn't quit. All right, so yeah, it's literally last man standing. Whoever can stand the last would win a million dollars if you can stay in solitary confinement. So they, the beginning of the film, it's just them interviewing a bunch of people, saying, why should you win? Why do you think you're going to win? Why are you participating? What are you going to do with the money? Et cetera, et cetera. They pick their people. One of the producers says, you have the opportunity to be a part of the show. We're already picked up for a second season. And so therefore, now the prize is $2 million. So they doubled it. Okay, great. Then they start sitting down with the people interviewing them again for some reason. And then they go over the health situation like, okay, we got to health test you, this, that, and the other. Make sure that you're physically fit to do this contest. And then they go over the rules, which is you're going to be in a room. There's going to be no windows, no door, nothing. You're not going to have your phone. You're not going to have anything. The only thing you'll have is a bucket to literally take a piss and take a shit in. You will be given a meal that will suffice you for the day as well as a bottle of water. And we'll just keep repeating the process. So, um, oh, and if you quit, if you do not want to participate anymore, you have to do an X sign towards the camera saying, I quit. And then as soon as you do that, you will be immediately brought out. Or at least eventually you'll be brought out. It was, it was like, they didn't actually say you'd be like, immediately like pulled out. They're like, you will be brought well, out. Yeah, they so say you the action will pull you out. They never said when. Yeah. <laughs> right. they didn't say when. So anyways, or that's shortly when, thereafter. Now, beforehand, they have to go take showers for whatever reason. Which is the so they go in, Yeah, so while they're taking the showers, the two guards, they have to sit there and watch them. And then after the showers, they're provided the clothes that they're going to wear with no towel. They can't dry themselves off. Okay. Now, literally, what I just told you is about maybe the first 35 minutes of the film. So, the next hour and 20 minutes, you're watching, most of it is watching like as if you're watching from a security camera. Some of it is filmed inside the room itself. But it's all it's all the different personalities going through the motions of being locked in confinement, losing their minds, going crazy because they're literally locked in a room with nothing, no windows, no doors, no nothing. And the same food, the same drink every day. So the only other twist to this is literally some of the guests, they, they quit. They actually put their exes up and say, I quit. But they don't let them out for some odd reason. And literally, that's the rest of the film. It's just 
seeing their reactions with no conclusion whatsoever. I, I will say this, however. There was one scene that shows that they really didn't think this through. So the man that gives them the rules of how it's going to go with the food and all that stuff and do the X. There's one part where he leaves the room and some woman's on the phone. She's talking to somebody and he's like, what the hell is going on? And she's like, hold on a second. And then she walks away, almost like as if teasing something or foreshadowing something. And also in the beginning of the stages where they're just getting accustomed to the room, you do see a clip of him watching via his tablet or whatever, all the people. And that clip so, that he used was was just a. It wasn't even a clip. It was like a picture because he didn't move at all. Nothing. Didn't, didn't, didn't <laughs> so blink. Still like, like a so, Why is this film bad? The reason it's bad is because literally nothing is accomplished. No, well, no, no, nothing. Now, nothing. I I did read some people who tried to defend it. They're philosophy was it's supposed to represent the idea of what animals go through at the zoo for example when monkeys flip their shit at people because they're literally in their own shit and the fact that these animals are being fed the same food constantly over and over and over again my problem is is that it's not like this premise was they were kidnapped they voluntarily joined in on a contest. Now, was there really a contest? Was this just some sick game that this weird guy decided to, to pull off? Never revealed, never explained. It, was, it wasn't like at the end you saw the guy laughing and, and, and having enjoyment over the fact that he fooled these people into thinking they can win $2 million and lock I, them in a room. I, I think that's my, my biggest thing with this whole movie is that... Uh, I don't know about you, Travis, but I feel like when I got to the end of the movie, I feel like they forgot to film an end. Yeah, I feel like they like had they had an idea for a film. I actually was I actually did like the idea of the premise. Okay, I'm a sucker for these kind of movies. Almost like escape room. You yeah. you know do this thing, you're a contest, and then of course shit happens. But I'm trying to figure out like I feel like they shot half a movie. Or right, like, it was just—it was just like it was like there was no like well, like Steve said like there was like that like oh what are you talking about and then the guy like walks off and then it was like I feel like there should have been like another forty-five minutes of them like like someone escapes and they like try to run away like it, it just ended it's just like just yeah and then the credits roll I'm like oh no 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 you're not <laughs> ending like this I fast forward to see there's like an end credit scene nothing nothing it just, it just so, ended. The issue, too, is that the scenes where it's everybody in their rooms going crazy because they're locked in there, this goes on forever. Yeah, With no, it, 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 here's the big thing. It doesn't feel like anything's really progressing. It doesn't feel like the story's going to the next level. There's a climax. It's just the same. It would be like if the best example I can come up with is and I always use the Batman movies, but they, they help illustrate my point. Dark Knight Rises. After Bane breaks Bruce Wayne's back, and now Bruce Wayne is locked in the hole. Now he's got to, like, revamp himself back up. He's got to get himself, his back back into shape so that he can climb out of the hole. Very simple premise. But imagine if the 
that happening like 45 minutes into the film. And then the next hour and a half, it's just him training to get his back back into shape. And then the movie just ends. <laughs> and it's just constant all over it. Like nothing's progressing. The story's not moving forward. Or, or it, uh, for, for, with that, it's like him training for the, 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 those things. And then like it, it just cuts off in the middle of him training. Like there's there's no him there's no end of him training. It's just like like he was doing some like they like they were doing some push-ups and then he just then the movie just fucking ended. Yeah, I felt but, like the only character we had some kind of conclusion to was the one guy that snapped his own neck. And the guy well and didn't also some and then the girl like had for some reason had a seizure. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> other girl I think was pretend to be pregnant or she was just at this point she was complete cuckoo. Because a lot of a lot of them started talking to themselves. They started talking to other people that were not in the room. Obviously, it was progressing that they're all basically descending into their own madness. And then the one guy cracked his head off the wall and killed himself. I think he killed himself. Maybe. We never explained. We never. We never see him after he hit his head. <laughs> yeah. Well, we never saw the one guy that said, "All right, that's it. I'm hiding underneath this blanket. You ain't gonna see me no more." And then that was it for him. Like. And. and and, and and this is just like a, like an actual filming point of view thing, but I was so furious that like the whole movie, like the whole premise, like they, they, they said that the there's only a camera in the corner and you can't see it. Like it was just like in the corner. How the f blue fuck were there close-ups at a different yeah, angle? Had, yeah, you're right. And then we had other scenes. It's like a handheld. I guess they wanted a closer shot, which threw me off because the whole thing should have been done through security footage as a viewer it, we should be watching whatever the producer is seeing these characters going through or the these fact, contestants whatever look that's the least of the problems the problem, <laughs> I mean, that, that was just a just bug me every time it's like you see them up close i'm like how is the camera that close it's in the fucking corner and in a different direction as i said once the fifth i, I want to say the 50 something minute mark came in I already knew where this movie was going. I was like, oh, so the whole entire movie is them just descending into madness. Maybe something will happen in the end. By about, because I think this movie is roughly an hour and 50 minutes. By about one hour and 30 something minutes in, realizing that it's just the same repetitive scenes over and over again. I'm like, well, yeah, they did that. They did that again, and again, and again, and again. Okay, so we're just—it's almost like that—that that one person that's like saying, "All right, I'm leaving," and then you're like, "Okay, go," but but I'm leaving. Uh, yeah. Okay, you, you can the door. There's the door. <laughs> the door is right there. The other, th the other thing that I was funny about this movie, the, like, the, like I was like every time it happened, I started laughing. Was that like at first when people were quitting, they were quitting wrong. I mean, again, at least like, the they, problem. Like they, they were like, I quit. It's like you, you had s a simple instruction: hold your arms up into an X and say I quit. And then he's like, they're like, okay, let me out. Okay, okay let me out. I'm like. You had one instruction. Also, they definitely, I felt like this might have been like on purpose, but they definitely didn't give them food daily. They no, like just, they just like threw it in whatever the fuck they wanted. 
Yeah, they said, you know, you guys, you, you, you'll have enough food to last yourself a day. Hold on. The movie itself lost track of what day they were on as well true. at the time. This is true. Yeah, they, I, they I were they were they were counting at one point in the movie. <laughs> and then I guess even they were just like, this math is too hard. You you do this for us. And then also the other thing was like not all like obviously is like they weren't all at the same time, but like but like some like they'll sh- they would show the different people and this is just my 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 little ADD brain. Is it like each one of the people had a different number of stuff? Well, yeah, because they're all supposed to be in different rooms, I guess. Well, yeah, because they're but like they're supposed to be. It's supposed to be running at the same time, but they were giving them at a different time. So like they had different number a different number of uh, bottles and a different number of food in each room. And by the way, the food, what was inside those take coat I can't speak. What was like inside diarrhea. those containers was just oatmeal. It was like diarrhea. <laughs> it looked like diarrhea, yeah. Just like oatmeal, diarrhea, and a bottle of water, and then use that to last you throughout the day. Oh, yeah. It was just the, like, when it, when it, when it ended, when it, when it just ended like that, I was like, I hate you. I was like, what I the fuck? So yeah, well, the movie felt way longer than it was. I thought this was like over two hours by the time it ended. Like, oh, thank God! But fuck, what kind of end? That wasn't even an ending. And then like there was the, there was like the parts where like you're you're waiting. You're like you're like okay, when it like or like there was like there was like one the one person like uh who was like talk who was like talking to himself like he was like maybe autistic, and like we like we they show him once and then like show everyone else. And then like go around again and they're like where where that where where that one guy like the one guy who was just like meditating and then like they just never showed him again. Yeah. Uh, I mean now yeah. I know what Steve felt like when he saw Martyrs. You remember when we reviewed Martyrs Mono? And you were getting frustrated when they kept uh uh torturing that girl and it was just the same thing over and over. Yeah, that was now it's like, like vice versa. Now it's like, oh god, it just it just doesn't end. Yeah, it was this because at that point, I said to myself, I get the point. You don't <laughs> have to keep reiterating it to me what you're doing to this girl. And not only that, but yeah, with this one, it was like it reminded me so much of the movie Buried. But even Buried with uh, Ryan Reynolds, there at least was it had a fucking end. <laughs> There was progression in the story. And even though it was just Ryan Reynolds in a fucking box, he was buried in a box, and all he had was, I think it was a cell phone, a candle water, and a lighter. But at least there was progression in that 90 minutes. This movie just felt like there was the first scene, which uh, some of the acting was a little bit, okay, I could do without. But... I, was like, I, I, know, I know I know we're talking about the end, but I, I just want to talk about the point in the movie like that was so unnecessary. Why were they like unnecessarily incredibly rude and like creepy in the shower? And then like put a bag on their heads, like you don't get a towel. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have nothing for it. <laughs> like, like there's like awkwardly staring at these Roll naked your people. Own conclusions. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Like and, I felt, you know, a, a normal movie has a beginning, a, a middle, and an end. This movie had a beginning, a middle, and then just stopped. Yeah, this movie had an a, an idea, and that was it. 
Well, the idea was, yeah, we have this idea where they're trapped in a room, but we don't have an end, so let's just expand the middle for an hour or so. Like, all right, here's another movie that I think the premise also dragged, but at least it got to an end. You probably have heard the movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. In, in case the viewers don't know, or viewers, listeners don't know that movie, it's literally about Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet, who were in a relationship. It's a sci-fi movie, and Kate Winslet's character goes to some sort of like psychiatric world or whatever and erases all the memories she ever had of her and Jim Carrey together. So now Jim Carrey's character wants to do the same because he's hurt by the fact that he did this. So they put a device on his head and for like the next 80 minutes or so, it's literally just scenes of Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet's memories throughout their time as a couple getting erased in a sci-fi way. Now, 20, 30 minutes in, I'm like, I get the fucking point. You're erasing the memories. You don't have to keep going over and over and over again. But at least with Eternal Sunshine, they finally got to the end of that. And then they showed the ending of the movie afterwards. This was this. Like, even in, in, in this movie, I don't, I, I, you can ask you to say if you agree, Trap, that even if they didn't want to have like an escape type thing, Right, my fiance pointed this out to me. And it was like, and it was like, it was a good, I, a good thought. Like they could have ended it with like a pan out shot, when just showing all of the people going crazy, and then like the guy laughing. Yeah, like him doing like the producer do like an evil maniacal laugh or some shit. Give me something. Like, like just like a, 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 a an upward panel, and like they're all in like cells next to each other, and like and. Like, I don't, something, like, just, like, and him laughing maniacally, like, casting the next season, right? Let me ask but, you this. Let's just say they did do that. Would that, per se, would that change your perception of this movie at all? I mean, a little. It would have been at least. I mean, it would have felt like we, I, we've at least wasted 40, 50, an hour, 50 minutes of like, nothing. I watched a bad, uh, uh, it, it would have been, I just watched a bad movie, like a badly filmed, badly acted movie. This one felt like I watched part of a badly acted movie. Well, maybe that's good, because if you watched a fully bad acted movie, uh, <laughs> you only got part of shit, you didn't get full shit. I mean, at least when we reviewed, like, Cube or something, it gave, you know, there's a reason why these people are here. There's, like, a math theme to it, to the Cube of how to get around to the different cells. And we, and we got an ending. And we didn't feel like we wasted, how long was that movie? 90 minutes of nothing. Roughly, yeah. And I think also, isn't that movie, uh, wasn't that filmed in Vancouver or something? Yes, sir. Was this movie filmed in Canada, too? Oh, no, it was in L.A. Okay, you Canadians are off scot free for this one. <laughs> I get off. I get for every get Jason X you guys have have made, which was a blessing. Yeah, you you get you know you you've released three Justin Biebers onto this fucking planet. So, but you know, but hearing but hearing what you said, uh, Mono, because you mentioned with a zoo, animals don't volunteer; they just get kidnapped and they're thrown into a cage or a box or whatever the fuck. That's right. what. That's how they should have started this film. Very similar to the opening credits of um, The Purge. Show security footage of people just being thrown in advance. That's yeah. how I would have started yeah. the movie. And then from there, boom. The movie starts with everyone waking up into their cells. And then, like, have, like, like, 
like weird rich people like walking past these people going crazy. Well, yeah, you could even do a room where like these rich people are making bets who's gonna be the last man standing. So now, here's the thing. I mean, that was when we refilmed this movie. We're like, we're recasting this movie and we're refilming it and we're gonna give it a good end. Here's the thing. You are right. That's the way they should have gone. But that's if you're directing it. If this motherfucker's directing it and saying we should just start straight from the cell, from beginning to end, we would just be getting the fucking them going crazy with no resolution whatsoever. Well, no, no, I would spring. Well, one, the movie is not going to be an hour. I, I would keep the film under 90 minutes. I'm going to sprinkle in scenes of showing little bits and pieces. You could do a scene where someone tries to escape. When someone throws in the food, the water, one guy quickly reaches his arm and grabs the person throwing the food. So give me something like that. You can right. use that one guy, the crazy head. He could be the one that tries to escape. And eventually, those two security guys we got introduced to, they beat him down uh, and do some shit to him. Or he gets killed up because he got disqualified for trying to escape. Right. If you but give me more time, I could probably give you some. You're some, speaking some. as somebody who's booking the movie yourself. That person so. listening to this probably isn't going to do it that way. He's just going to probably give us a two-hour film of them just in the room going crazy. Also, like the, the other thing that we made, and this is just like a, a film, like an actual like filming perspective, is that like they we don't see what they're giving the food through, right? So, how did they get them in there if there are no doors? Well, from reading, um, obviously, all that room was shot in a garage. All the <laughs> actors used the same. They all took turns shooting their scenes, so they used that same three walls. I'm assuming that fourth wall, which we don't see, is just open. Yeah, like, I'm, it's like in my brain, I'm like, how did they? They, 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 they they're talking because they, they, the contestant said there were no, what, there was no door, like it's just all these walls. So it's like, how did they? How did they get in? Did they like airlift? Because like, they, clearly there has to be a roof where they just fucking like try to climb out. And that's so, like, and that goes that goes back to the problem when they did the hand, they they shot up close. If the whole, if all those things would have been shot through with the corner of the security footage, I would have been okay with that. That actually would have been smart. All right, you know, because I understand you guys are on a very tight string budget, and I was okay with that. But when you shot the up close, it's like, oh, wait a minute, come on. Here's yeah, the, the up close, up close up maybe. If you did like, shoot the up close, I think if you would have just kept it in the security camera, while logically speaking makes more sense, would have made the film drag even further. If you kept the same film, but instead of just filming some of the scenes inside the room, you filmed it straight up from the security. This film would have dragged even further. Because it's just the same shot. All right. As illogical as it is, at least there was some... some. I'm, I'm, get, I'm using that term very loosely now. There was some freshness into shooting it inside the garage. But then again, there, there wasn't any saving this film it was the first 20 minutes or so when they're going through the whole procedure of finding the people i was actually saying to myself you know what i, can, I it's tolerable i can stomach it it was once you knew that this was just going to be the whole film them locked in this room never coming out no solution i was like channeled out at that point but i wasn't angry i was just more like oh this is where we're going yeah, because well, yeah, there's so much more they could have done with this. Because um, 
Paul Strauss mentioned the idea, like, she wanted to do, like, an overhead shot. We see that they're all the rooms are connected, and then maybe they're all watching do some security footage. You could do a scene where maybe two or three of the prisoners are trying to talk to each other through uh, Morse code. Or, like, yeah, or like, they scratched a hole through somehow. Something. Something. Or maybe even one of them even died. You, I brought up the guy that snapped his own neck. Maybe we get a scene with the two security guys we saw earlier. Pull them out. Body out. Do they just leave the body there? Like, what yeah. happened? Yeah. Here's the other thing. If this was legitimately being streamed for everybody to watch, and they saw that these people were going crazy, and nobody was doing anything to get them out, nobody thought to, like, call the police or something. Or, yeah, and then that, 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 that just made me think about this. was like, or an ending that could have been was, like, like Jigsaw. You know how, like, when like they, they find the dead bodies? Like, when they, like, someone comes in the rooms and they're all, like, horribly decayed and shit like something nothing I mean we don't get introduced to anybody any maybe characters that are watching the stream or trying to call the cops like oh shit you know hey man you're you're a hacker do you know where they're filming this can you like help me out something nothing man they could have saved that first uh, sequel I don't know I'm trying I'm trying to I'm trying to justify the 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 runtime here (laughs) yeah like, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant, you gotta let me out, I'm pregnant. And then she does, has a random seizure and dies. And then, I, I, at least we think she dies, because we never got back to her. The guy snapped his neck, the guy that ran his head to a wall, the guy that's hiding in the corner with the, um... By the way, they're not, they're all laying on yoga mats, for, for those I'm trying to get, they, what are they laying uh, on? Well, I mean, technically, I think they're probably all laying on the same yoga mat. <laughs> so... And then, and then the film just, and then the film ends by showing that one girl saying, you know, I want to be on TV. I hope everybody's watching. Face to black and credits. Yeah. That was a movie. It was, uh, it, it was part of a movie. <laughs> I mean, I use the term very loosely, but it was, it was a movie, I guess. But it should have been a short film. Like a forty-minute sure. short film. Maybe yeah. you could make something out of this if ninety minutes, but you would have to add in a lot more. You, I need, I need a lot more economists to my hot dog here. Yeah, dude, this wasn't even. It, it was literally just the bun. They didn't even give you the hot dog. No, not no no high quality meat. Nothing. They gave you oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> gave you oatmeal. They gave us a, that. That that is what this movie is. It's just oatmeal. It's the I mean, oatmeal of movies. And, and the <laughs> funny thing is, I like oatmeal, and this movie made me not like oatmeal. Me, I say oatmeal's not bad. I mean, I mean, I've never. I mean, then I guess if you eat nothing but oatmeal, yeah. I, I, like I said at the beginning, <clears throat> before I described the plot. I will admit, right now it's a high contender for probably the worst film of these 50 episodes. But did I hate it? I still think Barbarian's worse. I did not watch this film and finish it. (laughs) Finish it. Finish him. I did not finish this movie thinking to myself, God, I am so mad this, that, and the other. Because luckily for me, right at the 50-minute mark, I'm like, all right, we know where this is going. Just go with the flow at this point. It's... it, the problem is it's not like with Barbarian where there was just too many uh, like little things that was supposed to move the story along. This was just one thing 
where it just never got answered as to why they're not being let out or there's no winner for the $2 million or whatever. I mean, uh, the, you say, you say, you say you're saying that. And I, you know what, what could have made could have made this better? More shots of the guy watching. Yeah, we, we, we see Robert Carradine in like two scenes, him explaining the rules, and, and that's still of him looking at the TV. Yeah, and that, that was, was it. it. Never see him again. Never see him again. And then they never referenced that scene where the woman's on the cell phone and then she walks away. Yeah, like that, that, that was like a, some sort of build to, to nothing that nothing happened. Nothing happened. And like, like you guys said, there was like maybe 10, 12 people that were in these rooms. Maybe more, maybe less. I don't know. I'm not going to do the math. I'm not even sure they just showed them all. But the point is, they had a multitude of ones. And not one of them even came close to escaping. Like, we didn't get that one person that was resilient enough to get out and make a big escape. It was just, like, they were all locked in the room. Like, all yeah, horror movies. They had like, that Rucker Howard type character. Yeah, like, uh, like one. it's like the, like the horror movie uh, trope of The Last Girl. No, we didn't get none of that. No, no, the 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 black guy didn't die first. Yeah, none of that. But you know, I will say this: I do tend to get the words "hate" and "bored" confused sometimes when it comes to watching movies. Oh no, I, I didn't. I, I I understand people hate it because it felt like. I mean, look, I did hate it too to an extent. I mean, it didn't. I mean, I think the worst part for the film for me was the credits. It just came it, out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> but it was it it's a drag it is a huge drag and yes i'm in the same boat i didn't hate it but i was incredibly bored with this film and nothing was accomplished watching it i didn't i didn't learn anything i mean i, I did learn that if i'm going to write a movie maybe i should come up with an ending <laughs> <laughs> I mean, At least something to send the people home happy or get them talking something. But I don't. But you mentioned we, you read up some reviews. People trying to give their own theories on what they were trying to do here. Maybe that was the idea. What they were trying to do is that in the zoo, animals are still waiting for, I guess, the big rescue or for someone to come, and then it just never happens. Maybe that's what that abrupt ending was trying to accomplish. What's that? Either that. Besides that, I, I got nothing. Well, like, even if that was the case, show people watching them. Well, yes, here's the thing: it, 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 even if that was the case, it wasn't well executed because our review of this movie is not unique. You go on IMDb, a lot. It, I think it's got a two out of ten right now out of seventy-something reviews. I think uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it rated at three percent user score. It's it's pretty unanimous that this film is not well liked, so it's not like it got the even, message. It's not even a good bad movie. Like you know how like you have good bad movies. It's like it's it's just a bad. It's just a bad movie. Yeah, and then you got good good movies like Black Devil Doll from Hell, but that's a whole different discussion. But this movie I, here, yeah, this movie here is, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to show the themes of what people were willing to go through to be famous. They're even willing to lock themselves in a small room for X amount of time. Because um, one guy, I think the big guy, who's all like, damn it, I should have, you know, thought this through. Maybe that's what they're trying to do. You know, think before you do shit. I don't know. I don't know. 
it would have worked a lot better for me if they would have got kidnapped. Yeah. Now yeah. it feels like okay. Now we now we have a plot. Yeah, because imagine if Cube was like that, where they voluntarily put themselves in a cube. Yeah. No, no. they were forced into it. But I don't know. This was a film, or lack thereof. I don't know. It was what it was. It was. Oh. What it was. So it uh, was. I guess oh, not going to recommend this one. No. I mean, if if you're a sadomasochist to your own self, <laughs> if, you, if you want to get mad, if you, if if you feel like if you're like you like doing an MMA fight or you're about to like go into a fight and you need to get mad, watch this movie. Yeah, I mean, if you if you like self torture, go ahead, watch it. I don't. You're not. I did not get mad, but I, I would presume that anybody that goes into it blinded without our review of it, they just go into it without any knowledge of what we just discussed. They probably would get mad. You watch it now with us reviewing it, you'll probably just be like, "Oh, that's what they're talking about. This is pretty stupid." But yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's not that good. No. I think they're working on a part two. Well, it definitely will be a two. All right. A big number two. So, I mean, if I, to, if I had to say something positive about this, I mean, I didn't mind the acting so much. I am not going to fault the actors. Not like well, uh, yeah. The, the part where they're actually losing their minds. Yeah, that, was, that, that was good stuff. It was fine. Them losing their minds. Look, the actors weren't the issue. It was whoever wrote the script. And then I guess they ran out of paper in the notebook and decided, fuck it, we'll just film it anyways. Yeah, apparently the script was only nine pages long. And so then they must have had a small notebook. Or they ran out of ink. I don't know. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. Okay, this is very funny. So I was looking up the reviews for it. It says... And this is my favorite one I've read. This is quite possibly the worst film I've ever watched. It's an hour and 15 minutes that I'll never get back. Of my life, I'll never get back. The movie was oh, is awful. I'd rather lo be locked in one of those rooms and watch it again. I wish I could give it zero, a zero star rating. The story the storyline exists for about 25 minutes and then disappears. The, the description leads you to believe that there's something sinister going on and uh, on to watch and, and to watch until the end of the film but it shows nothing else but the contestants in the room and then just ends with no other explanation I get they I, I get they're trying to make it a suspenseful it make it suspenseful but it was just very boring we had to keep we had to keep checking how long we had left and then we were bored 10 out of 10 would not recommend yeah <laughs> I mean, what more is there to say? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I stuck through hoping because I did was curious to see how some of the characters would turn out. And I mean, we already covered it. Fucking nothing happened. Yeah. I, I'm out of energy right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to wrap this one up. So, um, yeah. Go check out the human zoo on Tubi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have a you fun got human zoo. Yeah. You got human zoo. I'd rather recommend Human Centipede. <laughs> Part two. Part two. Well, Paul, I'd like to thank you for uh, taking the time out of your day, 
to uh, stop by the Fractured Skulls podcast. It was very fun having you. And thank you for you. making us watch this. To torture you with this movie. No, I, I don't really thank you. I, I, I'm going to hold this against you. <laughs> yeah, you better. You're lucky I'm not the type to call up your fiance and be like, reconsider. Yuji, <laughs> you're very lucky. I mean, I, I I really don't know how your fiance keeps that damn ring on her finger after this type of shit. Oh, no. I'm just saying. Uh, you, you know what? You're lucky that my wife wasn't here to watch it with me because I'd be here and nonstop nagging. Now, if you watch the other one, you might actually contact my fiance. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't remember the other one that you recommended, but... Yeah, we'll we'll bring you we'll bring you back on for that one. You'll okay. definitely Okay. <laughs> yes. It's worse. It's worse. It's it's worse. Well, mm. that's gonna do it for this episode of Fracture Skulls. For Mr. Morris, for Monoxide, I'm Terminator Travis. Oh, uh, excellent. No I quit. Just cut just just cut it off. Just, 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 cut, just, it off. just, just, just cut it off. Uh, I have <laughs>